are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host. we got Nate Christian, Chevin Nooney, and the prince himself, Phil Portman Simmons. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? We're doing good Why with Worldy. Why do I have the, to be the prince, Mike? The bald-headed prince. That he is. Not today. I got shaved. Our favorite Zamundan. So, gentlemen, today we are going to be talking <laughs> about the five moves that we are going to be making in Dynasty Fantasy Football this week. Aside from going one and two against Nate Christian, not two and one like I thought, Thank looking you. at my phone too quick. So, you know, we're going to talk about this one move that we're going to make. We have five total. Uh, but why are these moves important to us and you? Sometimes watching what other people do can also help mold your team as well. So, Nate, why don't we go ahead? Why don't we start off with you? What one move are you going to make in Dynasty Fantasy Football this week? Yep. This week, I'm going to go ahead and sell off Damian Pierce. I think this is the time because everything is going exactly according to plan. I told everyone as soon as he was drafted and people were picking him at the back end of the first, the second, uh, you know, middle of the second round. Even before that, even when he was the end of the second round kind of guy, I said, you pick this guy and he's going to be Michael Carter 2.0. And Bob hates when I say Michael Carter 2.0. He's like, oh, it's nothing like Michael Carter. All right. I understand what you're saying, Bob. He makes some good points, but. I don't trust anyone in the NFL, and neither should you, okay? It makes sense. If I have a running back who's a fourth rounder and he's doing pretty well and I don't have to pay a big contract, it makes total sense, right? It, it makes sense. But the NFL, they don't care. They don't care because Michael Carter could have been uh, a decent running back for the Jets, but Brees Hall sitting there staring you in the face. You got to sell jerseys. You got to get people to the stadium, and you got to make the big bucks. So Brees Hall is a member of the New York Jets and all your Michael Carter shares went downhill. Damian Pierce. Oh yeah. The Texans, they got a lot of holes to fill outside of running back. Yeah. The Jets did too. You know, Oh, the Texans, you know, they got Damian Pierce. He's, he's been good. Yeah. I mean, we saw James Robinson be one of the best running backs in the entire NFL. And because he's an undrafted free agent, Urban Meyer was ready to kick him out the door. You know, I don't trust the NFL and you shouldn't. I'm not saying that there's literally zero chance that Damian Pierce is good next year and has a role, but he's running back eight right now and keep trade cut. This guy's being valued as a top 10 running back. You can trade him for a first plus probably at this point, especially to a team that's contending. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you are much better off with the value of Damian Pierce than holding on to him and just inducing that risk that he goes from someone worth a first plus to someone worth a mid second, late second, like Michael Carter. And you, I'm not telling you that Damian Pierce is not good. I'm a huge fan of Damian Pierce. I was a fan of him before the draft. I thought he was one of the best sleepers in the draft. And he's proving me right with his ability to play on the NFL field. But I don't trust the NFL. And you shouldn't either take away that risk, move on from Damian Pierce if you do not need those running back points, and soak up the value for the good draft pick you made. It's okay to move on and get better. Make your team better. Question. Go ahead. What happens to Damian Pierce when the 23 class comes in? Because there's going to be a good free agent class and there's going to be a really good draft class too. Damian Pierce could be expendable for the record. 
by Davis Mills. I think he has one more year as a starter. 23 quarterback class, not as good as the 24 quarterback class. Spoiler alert, but go ahead, Nate. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so many good running backs. And, you know, I don't think the Houston Texans are going to select a running back in the first round. They're going to have two top 10 picks as it looks right now, but they have a second rounder. They have two third rounders. When you have a guy like Zach Evans or Sean Tucker or, you know, one of Zach, even Zach Charbonnet, one of those guys sitting looking at you in the third round and you're trying to make your team better. I like Damian Pierce, but those running backs are better and they can get him for a third round pick. And they might not. They might be like, well, we got Damian Pierce. We're good. We're good for at least another year. But I don't think anyone believes Damian Pierce is going to be the starting running back for the Houston Texans for four years. No. I don't believe he's going to get as many touches as he's getting. We've seen the NFL where they started to move to two running backs. Right now, Damian Pierce is a bell cow in that offense. I mean, he's getting every touch that he can imagine. You got throwing Rex Burkhead for a few plays, but Damian Pierce getting probably somewhere 18 to 20 carries a game and then throwing, sprinkling the catches that he's getting. Like mm-hmm. we are, you don't see that very often anymore in the NFL. Like look, look around in the NFL, go look at your fantasy on sleeper or whatnot. And you ain't going to see a guy getting 25 touches anymore. It's just not happening in a lot of the teams. Like Dalvin cook is a guy that probably could, but now he's not getting any receiving work. Jonathan Taylor is a guy that probably should be seeing that many touches. I mean, if your third string backup can get 10 receptions, why the hell can Justin <laughs> or Jonathan Taylor not get that? Give me a damn break. I mean, it's just not smart. It's just not what NFL is doing anymore. Even the best players, Damian Pierce, probably not the best running back in the NFL, but even the best running backs in the NFL are not getting that many looks anymore. Yeah. And Damian Pierce, you know, he's not a huge guy. He's 5'10, 215, maybe 5'9. You know, not not super small, but he's not that workload kind of guy for three, four years. Mm-hmm. He's he's great in the receiving game. He runs well, but he he's a really good committee back. Mm-hmm. Don't get it confused just because he's not being used that way at the moment. True. I like it. So Nate is going to sell high on Damian Pierce. I like that. Uh, let's see. Chev. This is something that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough, but I'm glad that you put it on here. Chef, what is the move that you're making this week in your dynasty leagues? Yeah, and it's it's something we talk about a lot because I think we understand that if you are second to this, if you're trying to rebuild and you're second to this, it is not good because you're not going to get as much back as you are the first team. So it, now it is time to decide, am I a contender or am I a pretender? You need to go look and see how many points you're putting up each week and how many points you put up on the season. Maybe you're having bad luck. Maybe teams are just scoring more than you at this point. They're points for. You need to take a look at this and see, is this something I can actually do? Can I win the championship in this league? Or am I a mid-tier team? Or am I a bottom team that probably doesn't have a good shot? I mean, I'd much rather have the 102 than the 105. I mean, it's just more odds of you getting a stud that whatever position you really need, you can get that. If you need a quarterback getting at the 105, there could be a chance you don't get one because maybe some other teams need it ahead of you, and that might be the spot they're filling. But I think you have to decide now, is my team good enough to win the championship? Am I one or two pieces away, or am I a few pieces – or am I – 
I'm just not a contender at this point. I'm I'm so far off that I just need to toss in the bag. And I, yeah. I just think it's so important because Nate talks about a, a lot. Like I said before, you do not want to be the second or third team trying to rebuild. It is just not where you want to be. It's You want to be one of the first people to do it. That way people come to you first and offer maybe – Maybe the best offers you are going to see, if you're the second or third person, you're probably not going to get the best offers at that point because they're going to try to – it's just like in the NFL with wide receivers. Like the NFL didn't want to pay these guys, and now the other teams are not wanting to pay you what they probably think is is worth for these guys on your team. So I think you really need to take a real hard look at where your teams are at this week and kind of maybe give it another two two weeks – if you think you're a contender and it, you're in the middle, maybe you have a chance. Look at your roster and look at your schedule uh, for the fantasy manager that you're playing and maybe decide then. But I think now is a really good time to evaluate and see where you're actually at. And it's okay to rebuild, man. I mean, there's there's plenty of teams that I've had to rebuild. There's plenty of teams that these guys have had to rebuild. And it's fantasy football. You can't have the best team every single year. It's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to repeat, honestly. It is. It's hard to be the best team year after year. The, the amount of effort that it takes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not easy. But Injuries uh, come and go, man. I mean, you could lose Jonathan true. Taylor. You can lose all these. Najee Harris is on your team. Like, he's not playing to potential. I mean, let's be honest. You have to get lucky in fantasy football. There is no way yep. I am the smartest person in fantasy football and going to win Facts. every year. You literally have to get lucky and – that's that's plain and simple. Like I don't care how many fantasy analysts out there say it's all about what you know right now, because it's not going to happen. I mean, we see Kyle Pitts. We all, oh, he's a generational talent. He's going to be so great. Yeah, it's not looking too great for us, is it? Chef, yeah, I get lucky. Side, on the flip side, there. What are some clues that you're a contender? Are you looking at record points for? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at points for. Uh, you want to see how your team is performing. You want to see maybe what matchups they have moving forward. Like, you need to check and see maybe what opponents you're playing. Did you play the weakest opponents in your league and that's how you won? And you have, they scored 400 points against you and you had 502. <laughs> like, you need to pay attention and see if you're actually that good or maybe you just played a couple cupcake teams. Um, and just looking at other teams in your league, like if somebody has Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson on their roster, and you have Damian Pierce, Daryl Henderson, like it's probably a good chance you're not the best guy in that in that in that league. And that that could mean maybe you go out and trade for uh, a a good running back at this point, or you need to trade for a wide receiver. But you really just need to look at the teams around you, see what they're like, and then look at your roster and say. When it comes down to it, am I competing with this team? Is there a chance that I score as many points as these guys are projected? Or is it something that I really don't think I have the talent? Like Melvin Gordon. If you had Melvin Gordon a week ago, you're probably feeling pretty decent. Don't have Javante Williams. But now you have to reevaluate and say, mm-hmm. well, damn, he got three touches and eight yards in the first quarter and didn't do a thing after mm-hmm. that. Now I'm – Probably not a contender if that's my RB2 or RB3 at this point. Yeah. It is rough. I guess who who got most of the carries? Latavius Murray? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He won't go away. He's a a beast, though. I mean, when he's running the football, I'm not getting in front of that guy. Heck, no. no, He runs hard. I mean, how much are you paying me to get in front of him? Like, 
give me a thousand yeah, bucks. Give you a Murray. Thousand bucks, and I'll I'll take a hit. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do my best. I. 100%. But as long as I get to put pads on, like I'm not doing it. Pads. That's <laughs> yeah. gonna cost you two grand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> broken bones. Phil, what move are you making this week in Dynasty Fantasy Football? All right, so the move I'm making is pretty much tied in the chefs for the most part, but it's pretty much on the on the pretender side of the uh, pretender side of 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 the, the aspect of what we're talking about today, and it's pretty much selling high on the vets for your rebuilding team. So obviously you've made a decision. Okay, my team stinks. We're we're I'm in the either in the middle or in the bottom tier, um, but you know, some of those teams, you still have good players. So you might have like some agent running back that you might have like an Austin Eckler's of the world or something like that, that you want to sell. So I'm not making necessarily making a move right now. I'm just making a move to make, to make it seem like, okay, let's see how week six, week seven goes. And if I'm still, you know, playing terrible and the uh, an injury happens to one of the top teams, I'm like, Hey, I got Austin Eckler. Let me get one of the 2023 20, first that you got or 2023 20, seconds. And let's move forward from there because now you're already in the mindset that you're rebuilding. And yes, you, you're helping out a league mate. But then if you think about it, you're kind of not because those guys are getting older. They're starting to, you know, break down, especially the running backs that we always talk about. So think about in, in this case, you can be getting. 20, in the 2024 draft, you could be getting the Trevion Hendersons of the world and Austin Eckler's already falling down. And a lot of people don't think about the future too much um, in the present time because, you know, you're, you're everybody wants to win. But like we were saying before, everybody's not going to have the best team. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to play, play uh, you know, play the future a little bit, kind of be like a Miss Cleo and like, hey, this is going to happen and, and, and flip stuff around. Um, so in, in that case, you know, you just have to, you kind of have to just kind of predict and see what you can do at this present time and try to make that decision before Nate said before it's too late, because if it's too late, it's too late. Now, again, you're in the second <laughs> season, you're stuck in the middle and you can't do anything. So, uh, that, that's the, that's the type of move I'm trying to, you know, look into now. So we're just not, you know, waiting too long to make that decision. So yeah. Also, who is Miss Cleo? Just can you inform everyone? You know who Miss Cleo is? The commercial she used to call me now. I know who Miss Cleo is. There might be people listening. Like Chev is not really familiar with Miss Cleo. It used to be. It was a. It was a scam artist. It was like one of those infomercials. They said she can tell your future. It was just like eight 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 calls. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a scam. But. What in the world is I, I I need to see this. You gotta send me a no, YouTube go, go video. YouTube. I, I'm gonna send you a YouTube I, video today. Miss Cleo, man. I mean, I've never heard of that. So that's why you're the <laughs> wordsmith. What what about a good old Alvin Kamara who is 27 years old? I don't I haven't heard anything about his legal problems that he has. I know he's got to mm. go to court at some point, but Alvin Kamara to me is a guy that could possibly be a sell. Dalvin Cook getting older, mm-hmm. running back who isn't getting as many touches as we like to see probably catching out of the backfield because, I mean, I feel like that's where he got a lot of his money at. So mm-hmm. what about those guys? Are those guys people you're probably trying to get, send away? Because I think Austin Eckler, if I put him on the trade trade block right now, like I, I would probably get a lot of offers, I would imagine, yeah, because would. he he's playing pretty dang good. He's in the offense with Justin Herbert. But what about these guys that – 
Taysom Hill on Thursday when I go to the game <laughs> could be quarterback for Alvin Kamara. Like, oh my. that's I, I might I might just give my ticket away to a bum on the side of the street if that happens. Honestly. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with that because on, on top of the legal issues and Taysom Hill being a pain, a thorn in the side, um, he's also getting a little nagging injuries too that we're starting to see. So that's a, you know, we're trying to sell the guys that got like the high namesake and you can probably still good, get a good value for the 23 picks and, you know, slide in some 24 picks too if you want to acquire those. Because, you know, m- most rebuilds aren't just one year. Some of them are two. Mm-hmm. Um just to be realistic because you're not going to just draft perfectly. If you get, if you, if you get all the 23 picks that you can get majority of them can be bums too, if you're not scouting the right way. So if you listen to us and scout the right way on your own and, and see what get our input on, you know, guys that we like, you know, Mike had Kenny Pickett. I have pickens and we, and they have some good players and Chef has some good players too. Um, they seem but, tasty. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, touchdown! This past Another game. touchdown. I mean, yeah. good, yeah. great best ball play. Yeah. Always pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the best best ball play so far. <laughs> you can't start the guy because you know when he does, he just yeah. he gets like it's a game day just scratch for no reason. Yeah, I do looks at Doug Peterson the wrong way. Peterson's like, no, just get back, get <laughs> get back in the lock. Robbie Anderson's his ass. Um, all right, so Pork is he's moving some vets. By the way, welcome to Arizona, Robbie Anderson. Um, yes, that's what happens that's when you talk back to your boss. Just so. can't, just can't keep everybody healthy here. I mean, every year it seems like somebody gets injured or somebody does PDs. I mean, it's just you can't have it. We just can't have the whole thing together watch i mean watch somebody's gonna get injured this week i, I guarantee you know what? it what's not fair robbie anderson talks back to his boss and he gets traded like i want to talk back to my boss and get traded to another shot yeah i think that was pretty much based off the the outlook of the team they're already trying to sell anybody anyway for some picks so yeah i think I, he, he did that on purpose because he knew he was probably going to get moved or traded anyway how funny though Steve Wilkes gets fired by the Cardinals a few years back. And the first team to make the call is probably the Cardinals. Like, hey, uh, I know we just fired you a couple years back, but how about a seventh? How about a seventh for that guy? He's like, that's fine. That's that's funny to me. He's like, I don't care. I won't be here next year anyway. So yeah, he's like, screw (laughs) it. Whatever you want. You want Um, Christian McCaffrey too while you're at it? (laughs) Bill O'Brien would have made that trade, by the way. He would have, for sure. For a backup left tackle. Um, hey, before we get um, to my who I what I'm doing in Dynasty this week, I just want to remind you guys that you can clean things up a bit personally and on your roster, but and learn about our fresh new sponsor, Doctor Squatch. What is Doctor Squatch? Really glad that you asked. Doctor Squatch develops natural, high performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address the personal care demands of men like you and myself everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that were catered to your specific needs, as well as a subscription service so you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Guys, come on, we know we forgot. 
So just sign up for the subscription service. You or your wife doesn't have to remind you. Subscribe and save money today with Dr. Squatch. Satisfaction is guaranteed. And if this isn't the best natural product we've you've ever used, it is on Sean Fournier at Sean Fournier on Twitter. He is not too happy in the background right now. It's Taco Tuesday. Don't do this to me, he's saying. So don't drop the soap, Sean. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. Try Dr. Squatch today. Hit the link in the description. And if you're new to Squatch, you save 10% on orders of $20 or more on your first purchase when you use that promo code. So do it up. It'll be great. We'll have a great time. We won't. I won't be in the shower with you. I mean, Sean has had worse promos he has. in his way. Certainly so, I, Sean, like this, I can't see you right now, but Sean, you'll be all right with this one. I, I can't imagine what the things you have seen in the past <laughs> two years on this show. I would say that. And uh, I said I won't be in the shower with you unless you join the Patreon, then I'll hop on in. So, uh, one thing what? that I am doing this week, well, I'll find, I'll send you pork. One thing scrub, I am doing this scrub, week, scrub, 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 scrub. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive scrub. me. Scrub, scrub. Sorry, the Dr. Squatch Scrub Bet of the Week. Mm -hmm. Nate, hi. Hi. So, Would you like to tell us about last week's bet first? I would love to tell you about last week's bet. Uh, Montreal, Washington, you know, he was looking uh, like he was on the field yesterday, unfortunately, because he he muffed two punts. So, (laughs) the under definitely hit. Uh, I believe the over-under was five, and uh, yeah, it might have been three. Doesn't really matter. I think he ended, up with, he ended up with negative points. So uh, negative three. That that's scrubby right there. That's a good. Wow. That was a good pick last week with Nate. Yeah, ultimate good scrub. Good call. So going on to this week, who we got on Monday Night Football? Anyone know? <sighs> Gosh. Yeah, Chef yeah. knows. I don't even got to comment. This is embarrassing. <laughs> we got the Bears versus the Patriots. It is the scrubbiest of all Monday Night Football matchups. That is it feels not like true. it's. It's going to feel like it's Thursday night on Monday night. <laughs> I can't wait. Wait. What if it was Bears-Broncos? I mean, it's we coming, only got I'm the sure. Broncos a couple Thursdays ago. I mean, come on. So, I mean, I'm looking at the Bears roster and the scrub after scrub <laughs> after scrub, especially at the wide receiver. Rub it in. Chev's like, we get it. We get it. I mean, <laughs> our best wide receiver right now is Dante Pettis, I think. He has and you know who the scrub bet of the week is? Please be Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis. Heck yeah. Dante Pettis, who Fantasy Pros is projecting for 4.9 fantasy points. I believe he scored like 18 or something like that this last week. So obviously the over is going to hit. <laughs> who wants to bet on the over under 4.9 for our man Dante Pettis, who Mike has no, Mike still is. in a relationship <laughs> with? <laughs> Listen, Dante Pettis may or may not be in a few lineups of mine this week of pure, unadulterated necessity, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm taking the over. All right. Yeah, I will say this this week sucks for bye weeks. I feel like I've lost my whole first five picks in the draft, but I'm going over for Dante Pettis. By the way, Isaiah Coulter, a guy that we talked about a long time ago, has been called mm-hmm. up from the practice squad. Whoa. So I don't know if he's going to do anything. He might return punts at this point. Who knows? But yeah, that just just a heads up. I'm going with the over for Pettis, though. Okay. Best wide receiver on the Bears. So far. yeah, I'm going with the over as well. Ooh, we got three overs. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say that Dante Pettis was a one hit wonder this year. All right. So scrub better of the week, Dante Pettis, over under. You said four point nine. Four point nine. Four point nine. So Nate is. 
taking the under. Sean, put it on the board. Put it on the board. Sean, are you putting it on the board currently? He's nodding. Sean, also, we have to make a bet for this week. I feel like it's it's only fair. We got a scrub game. We got to do something scrubby about it. So think of a bet, and we'll work it out. All right. So Sean and Chev are going to make a bet on that game. Sean is, of course, a Patriots fan. And to find out about that bet, you got to be in our Discord chat, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Can't wait to see you over there. Vinny's getting better from COVID, so you know he's going to spend some of that (laughs) stimulus money. He's going to spend it right there and he's going to get a 10% discount if he signs up for a year. Vinny, what are you doing, bro? Signing up for a year. I'm sure he will tell me all about that on Saturday. So here's what I am doing this week in Dynasty Fantasy Football. I am trading for Green Bay Packers tight end Robert Tunyon. Really wish it was pronounced Tanyan, but here we are. So in week six, he played a season high 63% of his snaps, and he caught 10 passes for 90 yards. Freaking amazing. He won me a bunch of games this past week. Appears to be over that knee injury that it sustained last year, and he's pushing Josiah DeGora to the back burner, who's a guy that I was kind of high on. He finished the season strong last year, thought he'd have a bigger role coming into this year, thought Tunyon would be a slow starter. That is not the case. As of right now, he is the most reliable option that Aaron Rodgers has. By the way, the Green Bay Packers losing to both New York football teams. Who does that with an MVP quarterback? At 28 years old, you have more than just this year with him on your roster. Titans play into their mid-30s all the time. Travis Kelsey's getting up there in age. George Kittle pushing 28-29. Look, we saw Anthony Gonzalez do it. Um, Antonio Gates played till he was like 90. Tony could do it too. And hey, he might be just fine with Jordan Love, right, Nate? Might be. Who knows? He's currently tight end nine on the season. And oddly enough... Last time I checked, which was yesterday, he is rostered in 47% of sleeper leagues, which I don't know about you guys. That's where I play most of my dynasty. So you have a one in two chance, a 50% chance of landing Robert Tunyon on your waivers. And I understand that, look, when you, you see your flex spots, traditionally you lean running back wide receiver first. It's just kind of like ingrained in our minds, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Pork, you're, are you pointing yourself or are you just making a fist because you want to punch No, me? no, you're right. No, okay. that's right. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, I get what you're going with that. Yeah, but I just want to tell you guys, it's okay to flex a tight end if they're getting you more points than Dante Pettis or David Sills. You, you know what I mean? So scroll over one more tab, see if Robert Tunyon's on the waivers, and if you've been listening to me, you've been accruing fab like an MFer, so you have plenty of it. <laughs> When I spent $100 on PJ Walker just so somebody couldn't have him, was I going to start him? No. Did I? Absolutely not. So some trades that I found for Mr. Tunyon. Komet for Tunyon straight up. I'm on the Tunyon side. Nate, probably on the Komet side still? I mean, if it depends on my team. If I'm if I'm on fantasy points, I guess I'm taking Tunyon right now, but uh, I, I still do hold out hope for Komet if I'm looking long term. I get it. Um, Let's see another one here. Knox, Dawson Knox for Robert Tunyon and a 23 second. Like that. The second puts over top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. give me that. Uh, Let's see. Knox for Tunyon and a 23 fourth. 
that one's not as good. Let's split the difference and call it a third. How's that sound? And this is one I really like the Tunyon side. TJ Hawkinson for Robert Tunyon and a 23 first. Yes. I mean, last I checked. Give me Tunyon in the first. Before the Lions bye week, Hawkinson was the tight end four, if I'm correct. But still, to get a guy who's a top 10 tight end and a 23 first on top of it, we know Tunyon is startable every single week. If I have him in my lineup somewhere, I mean, like, he's, he's not coming out unless he gets hurt. He's staying in there. So that's what I'm doing in Dynasty this week. And yet I think you have one more thing that you are you wanted to talk about and have questions. Maybe you can answer them while you're chatting about it. So what what is the other move that you're making this week? Yeah. So some other moves I'm making this week is I'm gonna go out and buy myself a 2023 third round pick. Because everyone's talking about how this class is not gonna be that great. Everyone's down in this class now. They're like, oh, the production's not there. Sell all your 2023 picks for 2024. That's the better class anyway. You know, we hear this every single year. You know, we said it all last year. We said it the year before that. Everyone says this. 2023 class, still a bunch of talent. They, You know, that mid-tier has gotten a little murky. But that mid-tier of talent is so huge still. There's still a ton of good players in this draft. I'm not telling you that, you know, a third-round pick is going to, you know, turn into the the next Jamar chase or anything like that, you know, nothing crazy like that. But if we go back in time, we can see some pretty good third round picks out of rookie drafts. Uh, This past year, Romeo Dubs, Tyquan Thornton are two guys that I kind of liked out of the third round. You know, year before that, Ramondre Stevenson, Davis Mills. Year before that, we got lucky with Antonio Gibson and Chase Claypool. And the year before that, we got even luckier with Deontay Johnson and Terry McLaurin. There's a bunch of third round picks out there that can do well for you. You know, and third-round picks are cheap right now. Look at those guys who are contenders. They are willing to throw away a third-round pick for just anyone who's going to give them fantasy points. According to Keep Trade Cut, you can sell Isaiah McKenzie, Zamir White, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Russell Gaze, Rashad Penny, McCole Hardman, those kind of guys for third-round picks. And if you're already starting to look towards next year or you're, you, know, you don't need those guys on your team, go ahead and get that third-round pick. It gives you a player of your choice next year that you can buy into and see how they progress because those players I listed, they're not going to get any better dynasty value wise from where they are now. All right. And uh great. Love it. Love some more picks. Nate, I love where your head is at there. Uh, rapid fire here. Just real quick to keep it real simple. What are we going to do with Robbie Anderson and just, you know, for the sake of what has Robbie Anderson done for us this year? Robbie Anderson, 13 catches on 27 targets, 206 yards and one touchdown. He has not had a 1,000-yard season since 2020. And his second best season after that was 941 yards in 2017. So to keep that, uh, I will tell you real quick, I will sell Robbie Anderson for a 23 third. Nate, how about yourself? Buying, selling, yeah, I'm actually going to buy Robbie Anderson for a 2023 third. I know I just told you to go out there and buy some, but I think Robbie Anderson is kind of a good pickup if you are a contending team. If I'm not looking at scoring fantasy points this year, then I have no interest in Robbie Anderson. Right. Chef? Yeah, I think he's a he's a good person to go out and target. I mean, it could literally be a cheap guy that comes in and produces pretty decently quick. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to get acclimated to the offense, I'm guessing he's not playing this week, but I mean, with 
the way I mean, Greg Dort should come out and just be on fire this upcoming week. I really wished it, but they're gonna throw Rondo Moore out there again, which is doing well. But I think Robbie Anderson could be decent. I mean, we saw AJ Green be decent there. As long as he doesn't, as long as the controller doesn't die in the end zone on a TD pass <laughs> against Green Bay, I think he should be okay. Well, if Dorch lights it up, then that Alex Pierce and fifty fab dollars trade would be well worth it. Much Pork, what are you doing? Um, selling selling's probably going to be kind of hard because we haven't really seen much. I know he didn't have that good of quarterback play because Baker is playing like trash, obviously. Jacob um, Eason. and Pete. <laughs> I know I saw that. That was crazy. DJ Moore didn't even know his name. No, he didn't. But it, didn't it was more this of week. <laughs> it was yeah. You ain't lying. But it, I think it was more of I, I. I think this is a case of I really don't know to be honest with you because I don't want to sell for too little and then buy and get nothing because obviously right now he's probably what the wide receiver two. So hold next probably holding. Yeah, yeah. he'll be, be a hold. So he's a wide receiver two next to Hopkins at this point. Um, on the outsides and have Rondell in the slot. So I, I think I would just hold, uh, wait and see. If he does well, sell him. That, that's what I would do. So I, I think Zach Ertz is the, the answer here at this point. For yeah. Sure. yeah. For sure. For sure. Also, uh, in Jacob Eason's career, five out of 10 for 84 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. Mike, that's our, that's our quarterback in our hearts. Yo. We freaking <laughs> love Jacob Eason. I was a big Jake Browning fan too. Um, so that is going cool. to wrap it up. What hey, don't he was almost a Viking starter for like five minutes when Kirk Cousins had <laughs> Facts. Jake Browning. It happened. So guys, that was a fun, fun time. But before we go, just want to say if you want to play some best ball pickums and rivals, use the promo code rewind on underdog fantasy and get a one hundred percent match on your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. SeatGeek, you headed to a game? Hopefully, I'll see you there. Unless the team I don't like, then I don't. Go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings. Talk to you before. want to talk to you about it again. We are cordially inviting you to join the best community in fantasy football. Become a rewinder today. Get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. <laughs> and for the best gear on the planet, head to BradyandGlobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder for 10% off all Dynasty Rewind and Dynasty Rewind only merchandise. Until next time, everybody, for Phil, our sweet prince, Chev, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thanks for listening. <laughs>